right, hey, welcome to church today. My name is Andrew. For those of you that do not know me, I'm the lead pastor. I want to welcome everybody that is watching us online right now. Hey, thank you for tuning in and staying connected to Passionate Life Church. Come on, it's, isn't it good to be in the house of God today? Come on. You know, with, with everything that's been going on, and, and it seems it, it keeps getting worse, right, with the rioting and the racism and the prejudice that, you know, all swirled up. You know, everybody's pent up, right, from having to social isolate, right? Listen, man, we were not created to social isolate. We, we just weren't created to do life alone and removed from human contact. And, and, and so... Man, we're just happy to see people in real life, amen? Like, just to, to see people and interact and talk with people. It's been so good today. And listen, we just want to respect everybody's process, right? We've never gone through a pandemic before. And so we just want to respect everybody's process in this. If you want to wear a mask, if you want to wear a sticker, you don't want to wear a sticker, you know, whatever it is, man, if you're going to stay home and watch us online for the next several weeks or months, man, it's okay, right? It, it, it's, man, we look, this is a place of joy. This is a place of love. This is a place of peace. This is a place where you come in and get away from the criticism and the hate, right? And, and right, you know what I'm saying? Like, like and, and we've just been bombarded with voices, right? We've just been bombarded, bombarded with voices, right? Media, you know, what's true, what's not true, what's half true, what's partial true, what's fake, you know what I mean? We've just been bombarded by all of these voices and then that one crazy friend, right, that, that you got uh, uh, on social media that is always posting angry posts, right, that you just gets under your skin, right, that one crazy angry person and, and that we all got friends like that, you know what I'm saying? And today, if you're saying, I don't have a friend like that, you the friend, okay, like, that's you. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> and so, you know, I just, we just need to refocus, right? There, there's all these voices and negativity, and we just need to refocus. And so we're, we're going to go back to the beginning of the year, right? And I preached a message called Vision 2020, right? I, I preached a message, and I said, no, we're going to raise the bar, right? We're going to raise the bar. Well, well, let me tell you, your staff here at Passion of Life Church, man, we raised the bar, right? Our workload tripled because, man, we just wanted to make sure that everybody felt loved. Man, we sent postcards. We called everybody. Man, we did drive-by blessing because we wanted to make sure that you guys could feel the love, that you were, you were in this alone, Amen. And so, man, we're, listen, so the promises that God gave you in the beginning of 2020, they didn't just disappear, okay? They're still there. Like, God's still got purpose. He's still got a plan for our lives. We just need to refocus. Refocus on what he has in store for us. Okay, I just want to mention one last thing before I get going, because once this train is going... It, it ain't stopping, okay? Um, we're, we're, gonna, we're doing a little bit different service flow uh, from now on going forward. When I transition us into 
response time. We're going to have three stations, and we're just going to give, um, we, we, cut off a, we cut off a song off the beginning, and we're going we're gonna to put it at the end. And so we just wanted to, to make room for God. For just, to, just at the end, you know, instead of having eight minutes to, to make a decision whether or not to get prayer or, or come to the altar, no, we're going to give you 15 minutes, okay, to just sit and just respond to what the Holy Spirit has been speaking to us, okay? And so we got three stations. The first station is over here. It's, it's the cross, okay? And we did this last year at, at Passion Week, and we had thousands of people uh, nail uh, prayer requests to the cross. And there's just, there, man, there's just something about writing something down. Now, we have pens up here, or you can bring your own pen. We have, we have hand sanitizer up here if you, you, want, you want to do that. But, man, there's just something powerful with, with writing. Man, we've all suffered the last 10 weeks. We've all gone through different struggles over the last 10 weeks. We had good days, bad days, crazy days, you know what I mean? And, and man, there's just something, man, Jesus said on that cross that it is finished. And so when you write that prayer request and you stick it to the cross, it, it, man, there's something significant about putting faith into action and saying, God, it is finished. I give you whatever I've been struggling with. And so we're going to have you, we're going to give you an opportunity to do that at the end of this message. Also, give you an opportunity to just come to the altar. Uh, you know, if you want to pray by yourself, if you want to come and pray with your spouse. There's just, man, there's just something that is humbling and just reverent to God when you just bow down, right? It's just you just bow, you get on your knees before the Lord. There's just something humbling about that that just God just loves. And then uh, the prayer code will be open. And, man, it's up to you if you want them to wear masks, if you want them to, to sit six feet away from you, if you want, to, you want somebody to lay hands on you, man, it, it's up to you. It's your personal preference. But, man, we will have the prayer cove open today because we believe in the power of prayer. Amen? Amen. Come on, let's pray so I can preach. Holy Spirit, we thank you for this day, God. This is the day that you made. God, this is a holy day. This is Pentecost. And now we come together, we gather together in the celebration when you sent your Holy Spirit to fill us in the birth of the church. And so, God, we celebrate you today, Jesus. It's all about you today, Jesus. Holy Spirit, we, we just pray right now that we would focus on you. Focus on the message, the word that you have for us today. God, help me get out of the way and speak through me. Jesus, we love you. We glorify you in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen and amen. Let's look at the definition of refocus. Let's look at the definition of refocus. To focus again, to change the emphasis or direction to something new or different. And because of all the voices and the opinions and, and, and man, the news and so, social media, because, man, we can easily lose focus. We can easily lose focus. I know you've lost focus because I lost focus several times during this social distancing pandemic. Man, there, now, I went through the stages. Now, I want to share with you my favorite meme, okay? of the pandemic. Go ahead and put up the meme this morning. 
the stages of quarantine. <laughs> My favorite one is six. Come on, Cheetos and Starbucks. Like, like it's not even good together. Do you know what I mean? It's like, just, oh, maybe this will be good together, right? And <laughs> that's probably at nine o'clock in the morning, right? She's eating Cheetos, right? Come on, you have those moments, right? You have that moments, right? And um, when I got to stage nine, right? That, that was about three or four weeks ago. I got to stage nine where you just don't care anymore, and you're just, like, angry at everything, right? And so it was actually on a Sunday, and I was just like, man, I, I'm just sick of this. I'm over it. I'm done, right? And so I got on my bike and, and put some worship music on, and I just rode. I rode for about two hours, and I was just frustrated. I was frustrated, like many of you have been frustrated and, and just angry and just, man, like, when is this going to be over? Like, like, what is happening? What are we going through, right? And, and man, I, I've been talking to, you know, lots of pastors all over the United States. And, and man, they're, you know, seeing the struggles of, of our people, people going back into substance abuse, you know, marriages struggling. Man, it's hard for us as pastors who love and lead people to just kind of feel helpless in this whole thing. And so, man, I relate to what you're, you've been going through, right? And so, man, I'm just like, I, I was just letting the Lord have it. I was just like, God, where are you? Like, how come you're not invading? Like, man, you could just wipe out the coronavirus in, in just a moment, right? Like, like, man, God, what? where are you in this time of struggle? And like usual, the Lord's like, are you, are you done whining? <laughs> you know, it's like, you done yet? <laughs> and uh, he, he, he asked me this question. He asked me this question. He said, he said, Andrew, are you with me? I said, are, are you with me? He's like, God, of course I'm with you. Like, I'm your guy. Like, come on. Like, I'm your, I'm your roll dog. Like, I'm, I'm like your guy. Like, what do you mean are you with me? He said, then, then trust me. I said, okay. He said, well, well, Andrew, trust looks like trust. Trust looks like something, and that's when he spoke to me, and he said, Andrew, at some point, you need to step out of the shadow of fear and step into the light of faith at some point. Because... Man, without vision, right? 2020, we started this year out with lots of vision, right? And, and without vision, people perish. And I began to feel myself perish with no date, right? With no, like, there's, we're not even moving towards anything. It's just like, well, we'll just stay quarantined forever. You know what I mean? Like, until we get a vaccine or until it's all gone. And, you know, those, those things are, man, those words, right, can really cause depression and anxiety, right? And, and, fear in us, and, and God's like, man, you, you need to pick a date, okay? You need to pick a date when you're going to come back, because my people need it. You need it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need me in church. And, and, and so that, that Monday, man, we got together as staff, and I said, we need to pick a date right now. We need to pick a date right now. We're not going to wait for the government to, to figure out what's the best for us. We need to pick a date. And we settled on May 31st. Come on, the day of Pentecost. Today is the day, the birth of the church. We're celebrating, man, when, when, when Jesus said, hey, man, 
get in the upper room. Come on. It's going to be better than I leave. Man, I'm going to fill you with the power and the fire of God. It's going to radically change the earth forever. Man, those 120 were filled. And through 120 people, history was changed forever. Now, we're, God's given us the same moment today. He, he can change history today with just us in this room, with, with you watching online. Man, we can change history. I believe we're, we're on the cusp of a great move of God. Whenever, come on, whenever there's, there, there, there's suffering and struggle and people start thinking, uh, you know, about death and, and about, man, sickness and suffering and, you know, they lose jobs and struggling financially. Like, that's when God is like, man, I'm here. I love you. But we need to, we need to refocus. What is God saying in the midst of this? And so I, I want to go back to the two passages of Scripture in Isaiah that we read to start off the new year. Because God still is raising us up. He still wants to take us to the next level. He still wants us to rise up. Isaiah 55, 7 through 8. Let's read it. Let the wicked change their ways and banish the various thought of doing wrong. Let them turn to the Lord that he may have mercy on them. Yes, turn to our God for he will forgive generously. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. Continue. For just as the heavens are higher th than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts, right? Do you remember that when, when we said that in the beginning of the year? We're just like, God, we, I don't want my way. I, I don't want my thoughts. God, we just, we just, we're going to submit to you. You're going to lead our lives. You're going to lead my family. You're going to lead my marriage. God, we're just going to submit to you, right? Because your thoughts are so much higher than mine. Your ways are so much better than mine. Even when a pandemic is part of the plan. Even when a pandemic is part of the plan. Listen, God wasn't sitting in heaven and being like, wow, Jesus, didn't see that one coming. Right? Like, he, no, like he's still got a purpose and a plan. He's still got, man, he still wants to prosper us and bless us through this. We've got to focus. We've got to refocus on what he is doing. The other passage in Isaiah that we read was Isaiah 43, 19. For I'm about to do something new. How true is that? Nobody's lived through a pandemic. New, okay, right? See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? And this is really going to be the theme for this series, this refocus series. Do you not see it? Do we see it? Do we see what God is doing? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. And so God's saying, hey, do you see the pathway? Do, do you see the river? No, no, I don't see it. No, no God, I, I'm, I'm in the wasteland, right? Like, no, I'm, I'm in the wilderness, God. Like, like, I don't see it. And that's the whole point. We have to refocus to see it. 
Because God's got a pathway through us out of the wilderness. Man, he, he will make rivers in the dry wasteland supernaturally. And he's doing it right now for each of our lives. Because he loves us. He's still got purpose for us. He's still got a hope. He's still got a future for our lives. None of that went away because of a virus. We need to refocus. So for the rest of our time this morning, and over the next several weeks, I think we're going to talk about different blind people that Jesus healed. And uh, in this one in Mark 8, 22, Jesus is, is, is rolling with his disciples from town to town. And this, this miracle is like another, any other miracle. And so I want to read it and show it to you today. Mark 8, 22 through 23. When they arrived at Bethsaida, some people brought a blind man to Jesus. And they begged him to touch the man and heal him. And so these people that were bringing this blind person to Jesus, like they had faith, right? That's why they were bringing him to Jesus. They, they believed that Jesus could heal him. Look what Jesus does. Jesus took the blind man by the hand. And led him out of the village. Isn't that interesting? That Jesus removes this man from all of the voices. All of the noise. Right? Even though these people had good intentions and they, they believed that Jesus could, could heal this guy. Jesus is like, okay, come on. I'm, I'm going to lead you outside of this city. We're going to get away from all of the voices. Right? The, the, the truth, the half-truths, the fake news. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna get, we're going to remove ourselves. We're going to go outside of the city. We're going to go to a remote place so it's just you and me. So what? So you can focus on me. So you can focus on my, my voice. The next thing Jesus does is very interesting. Then spitting on the man's eyes. Now this dude, remember, this guy's blind. Right? He didn't even see it coming. You know what I mean? Like, I almost titled this message today, What do you do when God hawks a loogie? on you. You know what I mean? Like some of you are like, oh, I kind of feel like that, right? Like these last 10 weeks. What do you do when Jesus spits in your face? Right? Like this, Jesus spits in this guy's face, right? And then and, and then he prays for him. Look, 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 look. He prays for him. He laid his hands on him and asked, can you see anything now? Can you see anything now? Let's continue. The man looked around and said, yes, he said, I see people, but I can't see them very clearly. So he's got blurry vision, right? He, he sees stuff, but it's, it's, it's blurry. They look like trees walking around. Then Jesus placed his hands on the man's eyes again, and his eyes were opened. His sight was completely restored, and he could see everything clearly. Jesus sent him away, saying, don't go back into the village on your way 
home. And so this is interesting. One, Jesus spits in the guy's face, okay? And uh, he, he removes him. Okay, now you know why he removed him, all right? And, uh, and he prays for him twice. Like, Jesus prays for a lot of blind people. He, he prays for a lot of people that are sick and ill and are crippled. And he doesn't have to pray twice. But in this specific miracle, there is a two-step process that he takes this man through. The first thing that he does Number one, Jesus restores this man's physical ability to see, okay? He, he restores his physical ability to, to see. And the second thing, the reason why Jesus prays for him the second time is because Jesus restores his ability to understand what he is seeing. Go ahead and put the, the picture up of the tree. That is a tree. You know that's a tree, right? Why do you know that's a tree? You know that's a tree maybe because you've climbed a tree before. Maybe you've cut down a tree. You've seen a tree. Maybe you've touched the leaves of a tree, right? You've felt the bark of a tree. Maybe you even hugged a tree. I don't know. But you know that's a tree because you've been taught that that is a tree. No, nobody here is going to say, ah, you know what, that kind of looks like a person. I don't know. Are you sure that's a tree? No, that's a tree. We know that's a tree because we've learned that it is a, a tree. What is happening to this man happens to each and every one of us. Is that we need to learn how to see what God is seeing. You see, he had physical, he had his physical sight returned after the first prayer. He just didn't understand what he was seeing. You see, you know, we go through a situation like this and a struggle like this. What is God trying to do with us in this moment? He's trying to give us perspective. And the reason why this man doesn't know that he can't tell the difference between a tree and a person is because he doesn't have a frame of reference. He doesn't have perspective. And that's what God has been trying to do over these last several months. He's been trying to give us perspective. He's trying to get us to refocus back on his purpose and his plan that he has in store our lives. His promises never went away. His purpose never went away. His goodness never went away. Now, when I was praying that day, and, and, and I was so mad at God, man, the Holy Spirit said to me, Andrew, stop praying that I will show up. I never left. I was always here, right beside you, in you. Stop asking me to show up. I'm already here. Sometimes we, we, we forget and, and we get so internally focused on our own issues and our own problems that we forget that, man, God is still moving in the background. He's got a plan. He's got a purpose for our lives and our marriages and our family and our kids and our grandkids. He's still got a plan. So today, come on, today, 
We need to to celebrate. Jude Jude got these for his birthday. The binoculars, if you didn't know. And when you look through binoculars, you have to adjust them so you can begin to see clearly, right? You you can't always see clearly through the binoculars. Some are like, is he looking at me right now? What's he doing? I'm, I'm looking at Matt back there. What's up, Matt? But sometimes when we when we, we, we view our lives, it's kind of, man, it's kind of blurry, right? And, and man, we, we have to allow the Holy Spirit to come in and kind to and, and adjust things in our life to give us a healthy perspective. Are we willing today to allow the Holy Spirit to readjust, to tune what we've been looking at? Because here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing today. There are two sides to everything. And we have a real enemy that is trying to steal, kill, and destroy our lives. Physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Like, like he's trying to ravage all of those things. And so he's fighting for our focus. He's like, no, 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 no. Focus on this really negative thing. And there are some really negative things that are happening in our culture and society today. That young black man that was chased down by two white guys with shotguns. And shot while, while jogging. The police officer that, that suffocated that, that black man. Or is telling me he can't breathe. Like, like these are horrific things in our society. But really what it reveals is the real root of our issue. Is that we still have prejudice and racism in our country. Like you, you want to talk about... Uh, a horrific virus? How about racism as a horrific virus that we still haven't gotten rid of? Satan would love for us just to stay focused on the negative. Everything that is negative, everything that is wrong, everything that is bad in our lives. And the Holy Spirit is saying, no, 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 no. My promises are true. Things that I spoke to you in the beginning of the year are still true. I never left you or forsaken you. I'm here with you. And when it's time for us to refocus on everything that God has in store for our lives. Amen? Amen. Come on, let's bow our heads and close our eyes this morning as we transition into our response time. Maybe you would say this morning, Pastor, I've never said yes to you. I've never said yes to you, Jesus. And I just need to say yes to you today, Jesus. I, I need to make Jesus my Savior. Or maybe today you've drifted from the truth. Now you've just been swallowed up by fear 
and anxiety and stress, and you've just completely been, been swept away. And, and man, today you just want to refocus on everything that God has in store for your life. Again, with every head bowed and eye closed this morning, if that's you today, you're watching online, man, just, just slip up your hand, and I just want to pray with you today. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, you can put your hands down. Thank you, Lord. I would just ask that you would, we would repeat this prayer after me this morning as we help those making the greatest decision of their life today. Dear Jesus, I thank you for what you did on the cross. And I ask this morning that you would forgive me of all my sin, that you would come into my life and be my Lord and King. And from this day forward, I will follow you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, let's give them a hand clap today. You can clap online too. Come on. God is good.